0: Chumba! details.
3: Welcome to Classic Comedy of Old Time Radio. I'm your host, Ron Eckelbarger. I'm pleased to present to you another episode of The Life of Riley. Today we listen to episode number 69, which aired on May 13th, 1945. It is entitled, Riley's Mother-in-Law Visits.
4: Riley, Riley, what a pal. He's a man who's understood in Brooklyn or in Hollywood. Riley, Riley, what a guy. Though he's built like voters, and he's tender as a
1: lamb. The American Meat Institute presents William Bendix in radio's most talked about comedy show, The Life of Riley. This day, set apart to memorialize VE Day, the American Meat Institute and its member companies who sponsored this program rededicate themselves to their part of the job before us supplying meat to our fighters in our still to be concluded war with the Japanese. And now, the American Meat Institute brings you The Life of Riley. Like every real American, Chester Riley, California aircraft worker, believes that all people should be free and equal. That goes for every man, woman, child, and mother-in-law. And Riley's not a man to keep his opinions to himself. And so the other day, hearing uproarious laughter in the living room, he went in to investigate. <laughs>
4: Oh, that's a scream, Junior. Yeah, it's a killer, isn't it? I heard it in school. <laughs> oh, really? What's
5: going on in here? What's all the hilarious hilarity? Oh,
4: oh go ahead,
2: Junior. Tell it to Dad.
5: Yeah, Junior, give up. I ain't had a good laugh since last week when my foreman sat down on one of my hot rivets. <laughs> Boy, was his face red. <laughs> well, come on, let's hear it. Soon. Oh, okay, Bob. Well, it seems a man went hunting in the woods with his mother-in-law, and suddenly the mother-in-law got lost. So he went home. Well, that night the game warden phoned him and said, Mr. Jones, we found your mother-in-law. She's caught in a bear trap, and there's a bear caught in there, too. What do we do? So, old well, Jones got sore and said, Just do what any sane man would do. Open the trap and let the poor bear go. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Well, God.
2: don't you get it? You see, Pop, the mother in law yeah, got. don't have
5: to explain it. I get it. I got a funny bone in my head.
4: <laughs> but you're not laughing.
5: How could I laugh? I'm too shocked.
4: Shocked?
5: <laughs> Fine kids I got. Making fun of the sanctity of motherhood.
4: <laughs> the most sacred thing in
5: life, next to fatherhood. <laughs> wasn't a mother in the trap. It was a mother-in-law. There's no difference. Take any mother-in-law. Scrape the in-law off of her and what have you got? <laughs> a mother. I'm surprised at you, Ben. Junior, I can understand. There's very little chance of him becoming a mother-in-law.
2: <laughs> oh, gee, Daddy, you don't have to scowl at me. I mean, lots of people make fun of mother-in-law. Yeah,
5: rough riff riffraff. Just remember one thing, Babs. Every mother-in-law was once born a human being.
4: Well,
5: uh, okay, Pop. Okay. I got a mother-in-law, and I love her. If it wasn't for her, I'd never have met your mother. And if I never met your mother, that would put you kids in a fine fix.
4: All right, Dad.
5: Well, don't let it happen again. Oh, oh,
2: hello, dumpling. I was
5: just giving your kids a lecture.
2: Yes, I heard you, and they deserved it. Right? You really feel that way about my mother?
5: Well, sure. Hey, you know I'm crazy about my mother-in-law. I always get a, a, a wonderful feeling when I think of that sweet little old lady, three thousand miles away. Now. <laughs> well,
3: I'm.
2: I'm so glad you feel that way, darling. Now I can tell you. Tell me what? Well, I'm not supposed to, but... (laughs) I got a telegram yesterday from my mother. Yeah? Well, what does the little
5: angel say?
2: Here, I'll read it to you. (laughs) Uh, It says, Dear Peg, Doctor says I need immediate vacation.
5: Yes, and the darling deserves one.
2: Where's she going? Oh, let's finish, Riley. We'll arrive Los Angeles Sunday... Right there.
5: Who's she going to visit in Los Angeles? She don't know nobody here except... She's... I'm in here.
4: And the rest of the
2: wire says, don't tell Chester, want to surprise him, love mother...
5: Pass the salt, Gillis. Hey, yeah, Okay. Well, what's new? Oh, nothing much, Gillis. My junior was made first string pitcher for the school team. My daughter's joining up for a nurse's aide. My mother-in-law is coming to visit us. I got to get a tooth pulled next week. Oh,
0: that's murder!
5: You got my sympathy. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I, I think I'll take gas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ain't that going pretty far just to get away from your mother-in-law? Talk about taking gas for my tooth. Oh, your tooth, your tooth. What's so terrible about a mother-in-law? Riley, I'll trade you. You give me your toothache, I'll give you my (laughs)
4: mother-in-law.
5: I got nothing against my mother-in-law. Besides, she's only going to stay a very short time. (laughs) That's what you think. I don't think, I know. I know you don't think. think. (laughs) Listen, sucker... Once upon a time, my mother-in-law come to visit me
0: for a very short time.
5: She arrived with an overnight bag. Today, she's got two wardrobe trunks, one steamer trunk, three braces, four hat boxes, and a duffel bag. (laughs) All piled in my garage. Well, what do you do about your car? Car? Who sees it? She's always driving it. (laughs) Well, you'll make it sound pretty bad, Gillis, but that's because you ain't reasonable. If 48 countries can get along in San Francisco, me and my mother-in-law will be okay. If I'm reasonable, she'll be reasonable. Riley, the minute she moves in, your whole life will be changed. You'll stop being a free man. You'll eat what she likes, see the movies she likes, listen to the programs she likes. The minute she establishes a beachhead in your house, you'll be living in occupied territory. And it'll take more than the Allies to liberate Oh, not my mother-in-law. Why, my sweet wife wouldn't let her treat me like that. Oh, she wouldn't. Of course not. That's the whole trouble with you, Gillis. You don't know my wife nearly as well as I do. How's about a, you know... Don't see why not. Hmm. Not bad. Not bad at all.
4: It's
2: the same brand you've been using for 17 years. Oh, oh, Riley. Uh, uh, Please, don't throw your hat on the piano.
5: Well, why not? What's the piano for?
2: Certainly not for a hat, Peck.
5: Well, Peg, if I don't put my hat on a piano, where'll I put it? We sold our floor lamp. (laughs) Did you
2: ever think of hanging it in the closet?
5: Closet? Well, I'll try anything once. But uh, why all the fuss?
2: Well, Mother will be here Sunday, and you know how she hates a cluttered-up house. Let's get used to being tidy, huh?
5: Now, Peg, don't let's... Oh, that's reasonable. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, wait,
2: wait, Riley. Uh, not in that closet. Uh, that's not yours anymore. It ain't? No, I moved your things.
5: Oh. Oh, you, you want me to share the kids' closet, eh? uh,
2: No, that's too crowded. I took the brooms and mops out of the closet on the back porch. You can use that.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> back porch. Now, listen, Peggy, I ain't getting up in the morning and putting my lukewarm body into my ice-cold
4: pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, Angel, it's only
5: temporary.
2: You do want my mother to have a closet, don't you? Yeah, but...
5: Oh, that's reasonable. But can I leave my jacket in here for the time being?
4: Oh, why don't
5: you wear it at dinner? At dinner? Are you kidding? I just had it (laughs) clean.
4: Won't hurt
2: you to get into the habit. We're having a guest starting Sunday And it isn't nice manners to come to the table in your shirt, please
5: She won't say them, I always roll them up <laughs>
2: Please, Riley, for once, okay, do me Okay,
5: okay, I ain't gonna let nothing spoil my appetite That's when we got steak for dinner Oh,
2: we're not having steak tonight I'm, I'm saving it for Sunday when Mother gets here
5: But what are we gonna eat tonight? Veal loaf We had veal loaf yesterday
2: well, I fixed it up, and it looks lovely.
5: Then let's take a picture of it.
4: <laughs>
5: now, Riley, please. Okay, dear, okay. I'm a reasonable man. But first I want to relax. <clears throat> oh,
2: sweet. Riley, please get off that couch.
5: What's wrong? I always lie down here before supper.
2: Yes, I know. And if there's one thing that Mother doesn't like, it's making the living
5: room into Bedroom. Mother doesn't like. Mother doesn't like. Now, hold it. she Now, Riley. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I won't lay on the couch. I'll lay down on my <laughs> bed. All right.
2: Oh, by the way, when Mother gets here, she'll sleep in our room.
5: In our room. Now, wait a minute. Whose company? But your mother is a crowd. And you'll have to double up with Junior in his room. Nothing doing. He hikes in his sleep.
4: <laughs>
5: Peg, I won't do it.
2: Now, Riley, be reasonable. Reasonable,
5: reasonable. Don't
4: get excited. I'm not
5: excited. Give <laughs> us right. When you open a door to an in-law, you become an outlaw.
4: <laughs>
1: In a moment, we'll hear more of how Riley handles his oncoming mother-in-law. Meanwhile, this is Ken Niles speaking for meat, and with the happiest words I've yet spoken on this program. The great day came on Tuesday. The V.E. Day the world has awaited for nearly six long years is written into history at last. Our president has set this first Sunday after V.E. Day as a Sunday of Thanksgiving. The American Meat Institute, in place of its regular message at this time has asked me to give you this special message, especially appropriate on this Mother's Day Sunday. Let's give thanks to General Ike Eisenhower and his fighting American boys, to our brave British, Russian, and French allies, to the great victory they have just accomplished. But on this day of thanksgiving over events in Europe, let us turn our eyes and hearts and skills to the West, where America's other war still rages on. Let us remember... Our job is not complete until we mark on the calendar of the world a B.J. Day to go alongside that B.E. Day that stands for victory in Europe. And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley.
4: Hmm.
1: Well, Riley's mother-in-law is en route to Los Angeles and Riley is worried. His troublemaking friend, Jim Gillis, has convinced our hero that a visit from an in-law will mean the end of Riley's happy home life. Poor Riley is so confused that right now he's writing out a telegram, hoping to get his mother-in-law to turn around and go back east.
5: Well, uh, let's see. I've got to get this telegram right. Mrs. Harriet Turnbull, California Limited, Westbound. Dear Peg's mother, <laughs> Bad news. Los Angeles at war with Pomona. <laughs>
4: No, no,
5: no, no, she won't believe that. She's pretty smart. Oh, oh, I got it. Terrific blizzard raging here in California. Also many cases of (laughs) sunstroke. Big volcano expected. Also flood. Wish you were here, but turned back immediately. Love and kisses from you. What are you doing? Oh, 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 Peg. I didn't know you were in the house. I, I, I was... I was just going to take a walk. Oh, that'll do you good, dear. Um, what you writing? Writing? Uh, I, I ain't writing. Now look, you've
2: got a pen in your hand. There's paper all over the floor. If you're not writing, what on earth are you doing?
5: What? If I, uh, well, I, uh, I, I, I just got a new blotter from the bank, and I'm testing it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm testing the. Uh... What's
2: that paper you just
5: threw in the wastebasket? Uh, pa- pa- paper. Hmm. Let me see it. Peg. Oh, Peg! Peg, I smell something burning in the icebox in the kitchen. Oh!
2: Let me read this. Uh, I know you're hiding something from me. See, Mrs. Harriet Turnbull, California Limited Westbound. Why, it's a telegram to mother you, darling.
5: Ah, well...
2: Why, what uh, a lovely thought welcoming her. I should have thought of it.
5: I wish you had. (laughs) Peg... Craig, give me the paper, will you? Oh, no, I... let me finish reading it. Well,
2: a terrific blizzard here.
5: Sunstroke.
2: Turn back.
5: Oh,
2: oh, Riley. Well, it don't
5: really mean what it says. It's in code.
2: Oh. <laughs> and you are going to send this to my mother, Chester Riley. How could you think of such a thing?
5: it wasn't easy.
2: Pretending you liked her. But Peg... Excuse
5: me. I'm busy. But Peg... That Robert Fulton had to invent the telegraph. <laughs> Why don't some guys speak well enough alone? <laughs> my wife caught me right in the telegram. Was she mad? Mad. I ain't seen Peg so mad since our wedding night when I carried her across the threshold and bumped her head against the transom. <laughs> <laughs> huh? What's your next move, Randy? Well, oh, nothing, I guess. I'll just have to figure out some way to handle my mother-in-law when she gets here. Oh. Oh, you're going to handle him? Yeah. <laughs> then take my advice. Get yourself a chair and a whip. <laughs> Gee whiz, Gillis What w- w- what can I do? Open your mouth and put your foot down <laughs> But her train gets in this afternoon She can stay at a hotel, can't she? Let her drive the bellhops crazy <laughs> I know, but after all, she is Peg's mother, ain't it? Kind of selfish Riley, I'm telling you this for the sake of your kids and your home You gotta protect your home after all, you take out timeite insurance, don't you? <laughs> oh, say, I never thought of it that way. You're right, Gillis. I owe it the peg. It's my duty. Now you're talking. Go home and lay down the law. No more chewing the fat. No more chewing the fat. You're the head of the house. I'm the head of the house. And if her mother comes, you go. Gillis, you're right. For the sake of my family, I'm going right home and lay down the law to peg.
2: the door just now. Western Union, it's a telegram for you, Mother. Oh, for me? Well, let me see. Who's it from? Why? It's from your grandmother. Well, for heaven's sake. What well, what's Grandma say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <You> here, read it. <laughs> oh, Mother!
4: Oh, what a daddy sees this.
2: <laughs> Won't he be surprised? <laughs> surprised <laughs> isn't a word for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oh, where's your father now? Oh, now listen. You and Junior not to say a word about this wire. I want to tell you about it myself. I'll go and tell Junior. Peg!
5: Peg! Oh. Oh, here you are.
2: Riley, I've got something to tell you.
5: Okay, but first I've got something to tell you. Peg, the time has come for me to open my mouth. <laughs> I'm through chewing. Riley, I just got another telegram. Peg, from now on, I'm the fat head of the house. So, I'm laying down the law about your mother.
2: But, Riley, that's not. Well, let I me to... finish,
5: Greg. I got nothing against your mother. I love her and I respect her, and she's welcome to stay here as long as she wants, provided she goes to a hotel. <laughs> I'll even pay all the bills.
4: Oh,
2: I see. Then, Mother can't stay here. Uh, for the sake of our home, no. And suppose I object?
5: Well. Well, if your mother comes here, I go. Very well. Then I guess you'll have to go. I...
4: <laughs>
5: hey, didn't you hear me? I said if your mother comes, I go. Yes, I heard you. Well, what are you waiting for? Go. Go on. Go. Go. Okay, I can take a hint. <laughs> To stay here where I'm not wanted, I'll just pack all of my stuff. A fine thing when a man is thrown out of his own house. Gee, I got more stuff than I thought. I can't put all this in my pocket, so maybe I'd better postpone... There's your police. Uh, thank you. I'll just put this stuff in here. We, we used the same police on our honeymoon. It's still got the label from the Hotel Hoboken. I
4: know. Oh, hey, what's going on? Well,
5: goodbye, kids.
2: Good- goodbye? Well, where are you going, Daddy? Your
5: mother will explain. Well, goodbye, Junior. Goodbye, Babs. Goodbye, Peg. Well, goodbye, Junior. <laughs> oh, I said that. Well. Goodbye. Uh, this door is stuck. You didn't turn the knob.
4: <laughs> oh.
5: Well,
2: goodbye. Mother, why Daddy going? Oh, don't worry, dear. He'll be back soon enough. I think he needs a little lesson. Did you
5: call Peg? <laughs> no, I didn't call. Oh. Oh, well. Well, goodbye. Al. I'll let you know where to come for my paycheck. (laughs) Beat it, Bird. Go on. Go on, Bird. Go home. (laughs) Go on, Bird. Be smart. Go home. This, This park is for birds that ain't got no home like me.
0: Greetings, Riley. Huh? <laughs> huh? You recognize me, Riley? It's Digby Odell, the friendly undertaker.
5: Oh, 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 hello, Digger. I, I didn't see you. I, I guess my brain is somewhere else.
0: Pray tell me, Riley. What are you doing here in the
5: park? I've been walking for hours. I'm dead.
0: You are? You should
5: lie down. <laughs> I can't. I I left home. i got no place to stay. You left home? Yeah. Don't ask me why, but I left. I've been looking for a room all day. No luck.
0: Digby O'Dell never lets a friend down. I'm positive I can dig you up a resting place. (laughs) Don't go to no trouble, Digby. Why, it'll be a pleasure, you big stiff. (laughs) I have it. You can spend the night at my place.
5: Oh, no, no. Why
0: not? It's very quiet down there. No snoring. You see, my family's away, so our house is empty.
5: Oh, oh your house? Oh. oh, well, no thanks all the same, Digger. I'll find someplace. place. Digger, did you ever have any mother-in-law trouble?
0: Never, Riley. Really. I'm mad about my mother-in-law. Simply mad. She's charming, cheerful, and chucklesome. I adore my mother-in-law. She's so gay.
5: (laughs) You're lucky, Tigger.
0: As a matter of fact, these flowers that I have here are for my mother-in-law to celebrate Mother's
5: Day. Yes. Mother's Day. Today is Mother's Day. I forgot. Digger walking out on Peg was bad enough, but doing it on Mother's Day makes it even worse. Come, come, Riley. Control yourself. I'm going home. I'm going home and apologize. Maybe she won't ever speak to me again. Maybe she'll never even let me in the house. But I won't care as long as she takes me back. Peg? Yes? Peg, I I just dropped in to say Happy Mother's Day. Oh.
2: Oh, it is Mother's Day, isn't it?
5: Uh, Peg. Peg, I I was wrong. That Gillis, he he talked me into it. Peg, you you ought to know me by this time. I ain't got a mind of my own, so I use anybody's. (laughs) Peg. Peg, I I like your mother. Honest, I do. I'll stay in this house as as long as she lets me. Well, Dumplin', can can I come in? (laughs) Of course you can. Would it be all right if I sort of kissed you? Well, I don't see any harm. Oh, gee, Dumplin', you made a new man out of me.
2: Oh, well... I certainly did. Oh, stop it, Riley.
5: Oh, uh, oh, gee, you're you're wonderful to forgive me, darling. Oh, oh, well, now I'd better get down to the station and meet your sweet mom. Oh, wait a minute, Riley.
2: Riley, Mother's here already. Her train got in an hour ago. She's here?
5: Yes. Where is the little darling?
2: In her room. Oh, Mother, Chester, dear. Hello, my
5: darling
4: boy. Hello,
5: sweetheart. (laughs) Hey. Hey, you know something? Your mother's getting to look just like my mother. Your mother ain't your mother. She's my mother. Holy smoke, it's my mother. (laughs) Will
2: you stop that gibbering, Riley, and come here and kiss your old mother? Mom.
5: Mom. Gee, Mom. But well, gee, well, you're looking great, Mom. Give me a hug.
2: Oh, oh, you're squashing me, you big <laughs>
5: Well, why didn't you let us know you were coming, Mom? Oh,
2: but she did, Riley. The telegram we got was signed Mother, and it was sent to me, so I thought it was from my mother. But I got another wire this morning, signed Mother Riley. I tried to tell you, oh, but... Oh, you...
5: well, what's the difference? My mother, your mother-in-law, I love them both. <laughs> 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 gee, Mom... Let me look at you. Oh, yes, sir. You're still beautiful. You could pass for my sister. Sister? <laughs>
2: well, I like that. The way you look now, Chester, you could pass for my father. <laughs>
5: <laughs> the same old mom. <laughs>
2: oh, well, the steaks are almost done. We better start dinner. Yeah, come on,
5: mom. Let's put on a nosebag.
2: Chester, don't say nosebag.
5: Oh, okay, mom.
2: Chester, yeah.
5: is that your hat
2: on the piano? Uh, Yes, Mom. If there's one thing I can't stand, it's a man who clutters up the living room. Oh, 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 oh,
5: oh, I don't see <laughs> the joke, Peg. Ben,
2: Come on, hurry up, Chester. Wash your hands. We don't want dinner to spoil. I'll be
5: right with you, Mom. Ah, <sighs> oh, and as for the million things she gave me, oh, it's only that she's a growing old woman.
4: Chester! Chester Riley! Coming, Mother!
1: Now that BEA is a fact, it may be natural to ask, how soon will we get more meat? How about that steak? This question is clearly answered in the following official statement just released by the Office of War Information. V.E. Day does not mean a reduction in the Army's meat requirements for 1945 any more than it does a reduction in the Army's overall food requirements. Troops in Europe will get less canned meat rations. They will get more fresh meats, which many combat troops have wanted so much. And no matter how they slice it, they will want and need and get as much meat overall as they did before victory in Europe, if not more. On top of this continued need in Europe is the obvious fact that stocks in the Pacific, particularly of canned meats and combat rations, must be increased for the intensified war against Japan. The meat industry believes this official statement by Washington authorities should be known to as many people as possible. That is why we broadcast it today. Dumpling.
5: You, you really forgive me for acting the way I did?
2: Oh, of course I do.
5: Gee, you should have slapped me down or something. I acted like a dope.
2: Yeah, but
5: you're a sweet dope. Uh, you say the nicest things. <laughs> you, you know, Dumplin'. What, dear? I, I don't say this to every woman, but... Someday you're going to make some nice young man a wonderful mother-in-law. <laughs>
1: The Life of Riley starring William Bendix as Riley and presented by the American Meat Institute next week at this same time. Next week, Riley tries to straighten out his teenage daughter's love life. The result? Grief for Riley laughs for us. Don't miss it. William Bendix plays Riley by arrangement with Hal Roach. This program is directed by Don Bernard with music by Lou Koslow.
3: I love how Riley's mom was even more strict than he thought his mother-in-law would be. (laughs) But he was okay with it. Well, after all, it was his mom. Two items of note from this episode. The first is that this is the last episode we have from the first season of The Life of Riley. Now, this first season was 77 episodes long began in January of 1944 and lasted all the way into the summer of 1945. That's quite a feat, considering all of the TV shows nowadays have only about 10 or less episodes per season. Like, for instance, season three of Stranger Things that just came out Only has eight episodes, and it took them about a year and a half to release it. Now, I suppose that radio has a lot less post production than TV, especially one that has a lot of special effects. But anyway, it is quite an amazing thing to have worked for 77 weeks on a radio show in a row without any breaks. Well, next week we'll be into season number two and Riley will have a new sponsor. So come back and find out who that is. Also, of historic proportions, this episode aired only five days after The Germans unconditionally surrendered to Allied forces on May 8th, 1945. You've heard them referred to VE Day in the show, Victory in Europe. And that was a huge deal. There had been war in Europe since 1939, and America had been at war since 1941. It certainly was a joyous celebration for people all over the world. I guess except for the Axis powers. Anyway, please join us next Friday for another episode of The Life of Riley and come back on Monday to hear My Favorite Husband. Please send your questions and comments to host at classiccomedyotr.com. So, until Monday, ponder the words of Mark Twain, who said, Never argue with stupid people. They will drag you down to their level and then beat you with their experience.